Hello everybody, my name is Chiara and I come from Italy. I live in Brussels and I love learning and teaching languages. Throughout the years, languages have allowed me to live tons of unforgettable experiences, so I decided to share them through this podcast. Languages have also become my full-time job, and I will tell you more about this journey as well. Spoiler alert! This episode is highly personal and includes a long rant about my life from some years ago. Maybe it's a bit off topic, but if you are listening to this podcast, that's part of the package. Feel free to skip how much you want. In the last episode, I told you about Hungarian and online communities. It allowed me to get to know people on the internet for the first time. However, just like it happened with, um, my, with my other language loves, something else arrived at some point and made my life take another unexpected turn. We are in 2011, November. I started reading about geopolitics and that was a quite hot moment for a particular area of the world, Iran. The more I read about it, the more I get curious because I realize how ignorant I was about it. It soon became something irresistible. As usual, I headed to omniglot.com to get some information about the language. Of course, I was so ignorant that I probably thought it was Arabic or something similar like that. And then I heard an audio file of probably one of the most beautiful languages I had ever heard. I immediately fell in love with it, and at the first opportunity I had, I went to Milan to buy some books. I got one that proved to be one of the best language books I've ever seen. It dates back to 1974, and I don't know your opinion, but I feel that the older a book is, the higher its quality. Along with that, I also bought a guidebook about the country, and I carried it everywhere with me for about a year. Somehow, quite by chance, I got to understand also that several Iranians lived in my hometown. Thanks to a series of coincidences, I managed to get in contact with them, and finally, I ended up in an Iranian party in February 2012. That was another pillar of my life. I loved it so much that you can't imagine. I've always been quite selective regarding my circle of friends. I hate getting bored and I'd rather stay alone. Iranians at that moment were the most interesting people I had ever met. They allowed me to have a social life I enjoyed. Another light motif of those years was that I was so crazy about Persian that I used to talk to anybody in the street, on the bus, on the train. I would wait for the right moment and say, Excuse me, do you speak Persian? Just to, just to start chatting. I don't know if other nationalities would have been so nice and welcoming towards my effort, but they were always so kind that you would just feel like wanting to learn more and more. All of this has to be a bit contextualized, because after spending five years in Brussels, I think I was so enthusiastic also because I hated a lot of the atmosphere of my town. It was a moment of huge frustration for me, and Persian gave me a lot of satisfactions instead. After meeting the people of Brussels, especially the Belgians, I feel that I would 
be still amazed by Iranians, but maybe not in such an extreme way as I did at the time, because they are really lovely too. Regarding my internet life, I replicated with them what I had done with the Hungarians, but the scale was way different. At first, somehow, I got into some Facebook groups for Iranians wanting to study in Italy, and I had no clue about this either. I was just contributing with some explanations on posts here and there, and at the same time, this was a way for me to practice Persian. After a while, some friends encouraged me to open my own group, which soon reached 4,000 members. I will be forever grateful for their idea. It was a super empowering experience, and posting something there was the best moment of my days. Especially, even more after realizing that I hated what I had chosen as a university course, law. I will make a quick digression on this. I don't have so many great memories about university. However, in order not to sink too much into the regrets and the resentment, I think that everything happened at the right time. I hated most of my high school years too because I had the feeling that I was wasting my time. I was expecting the university to be a sort of liberation, but indeed it turned out to be just another hassle, a necessary evil, a compulsory waste of time I would have gladly avoided. I knew that working with languages was what I really liked, but I didn't enjoy translating that much. I didn't like the idea of being an interpreter either, because I wanted to use languages for my own needs, but if I checked courses to become a teacher of Italian for foreigners, I hated the idea of spending more time on literary text. It was like opting for a prolongation of high school, whereas I already knew that the purely linguistic side of language learning is what I loved. The language families, the etymology, the grammar and so on. So I ended up listening to my other passion of that time, that faded away in the meanwhile, international politics and relations. I wanted to study political science, but what I really wanted the most was to get a job and become financially independent as up. This desire of mine clashed heavily with the stories I would hear about political science graduates. No jobs, unpaid internships and so on. I will go on more about it in another episode. Going back to Iran and how it impacted my life, I also have to say that I had to fight so much for this passion that you can barely imagine. But as the saying goes, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, isn't it? I understand the idea of being worried about a particular country at a special moment in its history, but I had hardly ever found something that made me feel so alive and gave me so much satisfactions in such a short time. When people would tell me I was wasting my time, or worse, would ask me when I was going to shut down my Facebook group, it was really like killing me, simply horrible. I would compare the pain I could feel to the one of the love story, like being told that you cannot be with the person you love. Or imagine that you are starving to death, you have finally found something to eat, you've just started enjoying the smallest bits, and then someone comes to take it away from you. It was really physical, because I hated my life at the time. Everything was boring. 
One of the things I'm most sensible about, and that's a feature of my character that dates back exactly to that moment of my life, is feeling that I'm wasting my time. Stay tuned, because this is something that will come back again more times in the next episode. I hated my life because I didn't like almost any of my high school classmates, except a few friends I'm still in contact with. I had just ended a high school where I spent three years out of five simply being offended by stupid professors who were proud of living in another area. I still recall one of them saying, I don't have a computer, as if it was a, her greatest achievement in her life. I studied a lot of useless stuff and saw marks based on personal preferences rather than the actual work quality. I'm sure that several of my teachers were <laughs> honestly psychopaths. I deeply believe it and sometimes I still feel resentment for that time I have been stolen for the useless nights I spent desperately crying over the anxiety I had, just counting the days until the start of university. These people and their idiot way of assessing the students' work could have prevented me from entering certain universities. I was not brilliant because I had understood that in the long term it was better to dedicate my time to something more relevant than the mental breakdowns of some poet. Now... After years, I realized what was my problem, that I was too immature and insecure to just ignore all of this pressure. I will be much more vigilant if the same happens to my children one day. Maybe they will be more able to be optimistic than me, but I was not. And I could have maybe enjoyed myself a bit more by just saying, fuck everything, fuck everybody, this is my life. Also... I realize now that I overvalued the impact and utility of university. I think that by the time my children will be grown up, uh, this will have changed dramatically. I realized all of this only after coming to Brussels and understanding the toxicity of the Italian mindset at the time. Hope it's changing. But, well, end of the rant. Persian shed some much-needed light on my days. It was thanks to Persian that I had my first two little job experiences in two trade fairs working for Iranian companies. Can you imagine my happiness at seeing that those two lines of my CV were only thanks to something I did all alone and not thanks to mommy or daddy finding you a little job through their network? That we were not thanks to the career service of university? It was an incredible feeling, and honestly, I think that it was one of the things that allowed me to be selected as an intern at the Italian Embassy in Moscow some years later. Since learning Persian was such a waste of time, I guess I, would, I should thank I don't know what for being a teacher working a lot with Iranians, who clearly tell you that if they want to work with you, also because you can speak the language, right? There does be indeed some sort of divine justice. If a direction is right and you've been able to test it and understand that it's not an hallucination but it can work, although you are the only one who is realizing it, believe in yourself and go on. At some point you will be able to collect the fruits of your efforts. Don't give up at any cost. As I've briefly mentioned Russia, stay tuned, we are going back there again. Yes, in the next episode.